What is up, everybody? This is the Tuesday Night Podcast, as SBJ likes to say. SBJ is not here. He's alive and doing well, to my knowledge. He wanted to take two weeks off for the holiday, and that to me is unacceptable. I mean, not him taking time off, but the idea that there would be a week without a Tuesday night podcast. So I decided to take it upon myself to make a Tuesday night holiday spectacular with these little shorts and things and I'm not exactly sure what. You're probably going to notice the quality isn't up to the usual Tuesday night podcast snuff because SBJ is not involved. He doesn't have his magic to work. It's just myself. No SBJ. No Sean. Sean died. He was eaten by Rancor which then fell into a sarlacc pit, so he's pretty much gone. But that brings me to the first offering of the Tuesday Night Podcast Holiday Spectacular. It is a conversation I had with my good friend Jeremiah Isley immediately after we saw Star Wars The Force Awakens. Yeah, episode eight. Exciting stuff. But here's the deal. I only have half of the episode for now, and then in a week, I'll release the other half. This is the Tom Fuller trickery that Jeremiah and I are trying to do because he has his own podcast. His own podcast is known as Theology of Games. We're going to put the first half of the episode on his podcast and the second half of it you're listening to right now. This is just the introduction. But don't worry, I will release the first half just in a week. Again, if you're thinking, man, I don't have to search Theology of Games podcast just to listen to the first half of this or whatever, you don't have to worry because we'll upload the first half. In this half, we're going to talk about kind of a controversy that may be in the movies. I think a lot of haters will be saying something, but what did we already talk about that's not in this podcast? We talked about the books, games, and the characters of Star Wars. So in this one, which is a shorter one, just only about 20 minutes plus, we're going to talk about our predictions for the next movies and basically possible controversies. Like, what, what will the haters say about the movies? Now, plot spoilers galore. So if you haven't seen Star Wars Force Awakens Episode 8, don't listen to this thing. It's that easy. I would say you could listen to the first half, but just make it easy on yourself. Don't listen to it until you've seen Force Awakens. But also, if you have seen Force Awakens. What are you doing listening to this right now? Go see it. Anyway, I hope that I'm not too boring. Hopefully Jeremiah adds some stuff, some goodness to the podcast. I know it's not our usual SBJ Sean awesomeness, but Jeremiah's an awesome guy and well, I'm me. But you know, without further ado, let's just jump into the podcast already in progress having just finished a conversation about characters. And I hope you enjoy this first installment of the Tuesday Night Podcast Holiday Spectacular. Happy holidays, everyone. That's exactly That would be my He's just naturally better because he's more in tune. Yeah. Absolutely. Speaking of complaint. Yes. You ready for the list now that we're done with characters? Yeah. All right. So this is the main premise of possible complaints. Last night, I itemized the (laughs) similarities between the different movies and this movie. Okay. And it really does skirt the line between homage and ripoff Mm -hmm. some of them are incredibly shot for shot not even like hey this is an homage this is a redo 
Yeah. In fact, someone may argue that this was an homage. This is just this generation's episode four and five. I'm going to try to do these in chronological order. I'm probably sure. going to make a mistake. That's and okay. most of these are homages dr- straight from episode four, but they'll lend us to other episodes. Yeah. So, <laughs> number one, robot with crucial details. Yep. Right off the bat. Yep. Right? Yeah, I felt that too. I was like, oh, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Right. Here, put take these. BBA, take these. Yeah, right? right? Number two, droid escapes onto a desert planet. Right? Now, BB-8 was already on He's that already desert there, planet. sure. But yep. still, here you have this droid just traveling yep. through the desert yep. alone. Right? Number three, droid is rescued slash picked up by a young Voice. loner. Right? Okay. Young yeah. loner, yeah. Luke Skywalker. But they're both tied to the planet by responsibility. So mm-hmm. there's this tearing. Mm-hmm. Luke owed the, hey, I right. can't because the it's the season for crop selling. Right. I'm sorry, that's Luke <laughs> meets C-3PO. <laughs> but I was going to Tashi Station. Take these two over to the garage, will you? I want them cleaned up for dinner. But I was going into Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. Yeah, exactly. Just the whiner. Four. The loner tends to be strong with the force. Okay. Right? Which yep. now, instead of calling them loner, I'll call them, like, the new hope. Right. Because now they seem to be in tune with one another. Sure. Numero five. So the droid is located, and now they have to escape, and they escape on the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> True. Right? True. So yes. they both escape on the Millennium Falcon. Six. Once they realize that this new hope character is in tune with the force, it becomes the target of the Vader type. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a little bit more of a stretch because yeah. he didn't know she was in tune yet. Right. But she became the target once they knew. And she didn't know she was in tune either right like, and there, there was, was no mentor figure for her there wasn't right number seven beep, boop, beep, boop. but an important character is kidnapped and must be rescued and han solo's enlisted to help with the rescue sure, sure the other thing is tied in with that is romantic interest question mark start happening in the originals uh-huh. it was like han solo and princess leia but here it's finn and ray i love you Right. Now, it may be argued it may not be a romantic interest as much as a familial interest. Right. Which we talked about before. We talked about before, right? Here's another one. Number eight. And this one's a big one. Okay. Death Star. That's no moon. Yeah. And they, you know, they kind of, they kind of poked fun at that a little they bit. They did. Yeah, because, I get it. It's bigger. Right. Right. Han was like, okay, it's bigger. Let's go blow it up. This is what we do. This is what, we've done this twice before. I liked the concept of this weapon. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I will say it's frustrating though, because like, hey guys, trick me once. Shame on me. I mean, tr- right. shame on you. Sorry. Trick right. me twice. Shame on you. Trick me three times. I'm a freaking idiot for trying the same plan because a big weapon doesn't instantly mean galactic right, domination right. and you know there were there were different aspects to it i i feel like they at least amped it up but, but it essentially was a death star it was a death star i mean had Although, a shield like in episode six that right, needed to come down right. right it had a weakness just like in both of them now the the one thing it couldn't do was because it was a planet it wasn't like flying around the galaxy right like, it was stationary and they had like this hyperdrive bolt which was amazing trust me plenty of differences i'm just sure. talking about it's a the giant... haters will say yeah this oh is, yeah this is yeah and i'll even admit cool i like oh, that there was cool. an atmosphere and there was a planet was sucking 
it's the sun from eating the sun. suns. Are you yeah. kidding me? That was so cool. Really cool. Okay, number nine: confrontation between father slash teacher figure and son slash student figure. So this is like the old versus young, right? Right. And in part of this is the old dies, mm-hmm. which inspires the new hope. The new right. hope witnesses it. So Luke sees Ben get slashed. Yeah. But here, Ray sees Han get slashed. Yeah. Not slashed, but stabbed, rather. But Skewered. Mm-hmm. So sad. Number 10. Number 10. An epic one-on-one battle ends with a long fall off of a platform. Ah! <laughs> I knew it was going to happen because, yeah. like, no handrails. This epic confrontation, well, one-on-one, father-son type. And I'll thing. say the confrontation... Wasn't it, a battle. It ended ended with him falling off, but that wasn't his demise. No, it wasn't. It Whereas wasn't. the Emperor, his demise was being tossed on the shaft. And it wasn't the demise for Luke, though, when right. he got his hand chopped off. Right. Which brings me to number 11. The right hand. Yeah, the battle between the New Hope and Vader type leads to some injuries. But the twist here is, it's not Rey that's injured, it's Kylo Ren, which is going to lend into my predictions for what may happen next. Because definitely, the big loser in this was Kylo Ren. Oh yeah, by far. By far. Yeah. He was just... He got decimated. Butt handed to him. Yeah. Like, hey, by the way, not sure what you're eating tonight? It's your butt. (laughs) Here you go. That's right. It's a platter, even. And then, number 12, last one I have written down, and I'm sure there's probably more than this. Sure. So uh, people can email us. They can email podcast at Tuesday Night Games. Or theologyofgames at gmail.com. And we'll talk about these. Yeah. But number 12, the new Hope character, meaning Ray in Uh this one, must travel for further master training at the end which is like the beginning of episode 5 for Luke but here's the twist so is Kylo Ren both of them are going to get training from their master yes they're yeah. both going, they're like retreating. All right, I'll see you later. So I shared this with a friend. That's why I was up till three in the morning. My <laughs> friend Greg and I were up talking. Yes. And he said he wasn't sure about the movie, but he, he said, I think, and I shared this list with him and he said, you thought of some things I didn't think of and I'm not sure I like the movie anymore. Oh. And I said, well. Don't say that. Is it an homage or a ripoff? You're doing a kind of a glasses half empty thing. Yeah. You're thinking, well, they just ripped it off. The feel of the movie was so young to me in that. Uh-huh. It was this generation Star Wars. Right. It was definitely different. It was interesting because I went to see it with my brother, John. Uh Uh-huh. He noticed, it's like, what did you think? Like a female lead and a black stormtrooper? They really kind of were heavy handed on the diversity. Uh Uh-huh. You know, it's funny because... I didn't. Sure, I. I guess I noticed, but again, it didn't take away from it. But why not? Why not? Right, I, and I, I don't feel like you know. And I feel like there's more to know about Finn. He didn't have a name. They grew him, like almost like it was a clone situation. But, but he did not. say he was taken at an early age, like all the New Order. So right. they're recruited so, as babies. Basically. Yeah, they just go and they harvest these people and they train them as the First Order. Here's my. Here's one of my my thoughts or predictions. Okay, going into but predictions, it, but it needs to be said to kind of tie into what. You you're saying right i think ray and kylo are twins oh and so she had to be the female lead because kylo ren's the bad guy or ben which i thought was awesome when han yells ben i was like whoa right uh such a good <laughs> name like it's, it just has the history like, of i just he's named Alan after Dennis, ben kenobi you know, right yeah uh, 
So cool. So she had to be that counterpart to play that out because we all know Skywalkers have twins, boy and girl, Luke and Leia, Ben right. and Ray. That's my thought or my prediction with that. So yeah, I didn't, she was very strong, but it made so much sense for her character because of where she came from. And we saw that right away. She knew her stuff. She had to because she was living on her own just for food. She was very independent because of that. And she she couldn't trust anybody. Her whole life, she couldn't trust anybody. I could see people interpreting it as heavy-handed, but I didn't feel like it was. You ready for my prediction? Yeah. All right. This is more of what I want to see. We'll start with simple. Okay. She's going to get a double-edged lightsaber just like Darth Maul. Okay. Why? Because she's already proficient in the bow staff. So she's, okay. Yeah. So I can see that. Yep. Yep. So uh, I think <clears throat> one of the things, there'll be a dramatic reveal. She will have the lightsaber come up. There's the other one. side. Yeah. Yep. That will happen. Yeah, that'd be cool. Here's what I think. This is maybe what I'd like to see. Okay. Luke Skywalker is very jaded because his one-star student turned to the dark side and he worked really hard to save his father and he did only in time to see him, his father die. His father died right. sacrificing himself basically for the light side. Right. So here he has his nephew and he's training his nephew. His mm-hmm. nephew turns to the dark side. Luke Skywalker is very injured. Yes. Morally. So now he has this new Padawan, basically, which is better than a Padawan with the powers already. But anyway. Um, Can we all admit that Padawan's a stupid word? uh, Sure. Yeah. Okay. More like Padawan lost. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he's going to tell her that he has to let go and be at peace and that emotions, anger, this is part of the dark side. But the romantic tension may build between Finn and Ray, And Luke is going to be really heavy-handed. Right. You can't. Yeah. And something that could happen because that's what happened with my father. Yeah. Is he was in love and we don't want history to repeat itself. Right. And so there's going to be this tearing apart with Ray as well. Man, I, I can't believe this is bad because I care for him. I, I want to be able to express it in some way or at least spend yeah. some time with him. I feel there's something there. And there will be the struggle. It will end up like this. That this whole polarizing dark side or light side is bullcrap. I think the end of it will show there's more than that. Mm. And that's like the moral lesson in life is there aren't these extremes because throughout all these movies, they're always looking for balance in the force. Right. And maybe the balance is just that. There isn't a dark side. There isn't. I mean, there is a dark side. There's a light side. But you can be angry and be at peace. Yeah. You can love. And you can be apathetic. You can be at peace. You know, you, you can do yeah, all yeah, those things yeah. and still be functional without being torn apart. So the inner peace comes in where instead of being torn apart between these two poles, the answer isn't one or the other. The answer is all of it. It's one. Coexisting in the Coexisting. Right, the right. balance. I'm balanced. Like, yeah, I'll get angry sometimes. Uh, that right. doesn't mean I'm going to start burning people. And yeah, I'm <laughs> not going to go full on monk either. Right. So, uh, right. yeah, I'm not going to be this monk. I'm not going to be this rageaholic. And I'm still going to be in tune with the Force. And maybe hmm. it'll be the new wave of the Force. And I think Finn will struggle with that as well. Like, yeah. she may go dark and light. And I think Finn may do that as well as far as, like, dark right, and light. Right. I- I'm not sure about Kylo Ren. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I don't know if they would go that extreme with the Force. I do love that there was never a mention of, oh, let's get a blood sample and see how how strong you are with the force like we need to get your midichlorian count it was kind of reverted back to the mysterious the force right. is calling you like she heard her child voice calling her towards the lightsaber and i thought that was a very cool moment of okay we're back into the force being this 
mysterious force and it's it almost become mythology at that point because nobody really knew what was going on i'm very i think you mean theology well <laughs> i'm sorry keep going i see what you did there i'm very i don't know that i have strong predictions about how things are going to play out like i don't know what's going to happen with kylo ren is is he going to turn to the light side is he going to be further torn between the two i am very interested to find out more of his backstory though why did he turn against luke and and the other students and what pulled him to that why did that happen there's the concept of there's too much vader in him and if that plays out where he is related to ray in some way will that cause problems for luke saying i can't train you because there's darkness in you because of who your your bloodlines are so i don't know I don't know that I have huge predictions, but I can tell you as soon as that movie ended, I was like, I want more. Two years? Come Is that on. really two years? Yeah. Oh, man. There are going to be, in the next five years, well, I think including this year, five years we'll have a a Star Wars movie every year. Next year's Rogue One, which is a spinoff. It's going to be a standalone character story. And then the year after will be episode Is that the movie about Poe? We don't know. Nobody nobody really knows many details. It may be about Poe. It may be about just a group of X-Wing fighters. We don't know. But it'll be a standalone, and they say it won't necessarily affect the universe that we're or the galaxy that we're seeing you know this the story arc that we're seeing and then we'll have episode eight the year after that and then there's another standalone which is supposed to be a han solo origin story whoa uh, who are they gonna get to play young will, harrison right ford. will not include harrison ford he's not involved in any way wow, I guess. maybe jgl because uh joseph gordon lovett because he did a great young yeah, as long as it's bruce not, willis as long as it's not shia labeouf i'm okay oh he was second on my list i'm just teasing <laughs> please no and then episode nine will be after that going back to the metachlorians i think they did a good job of making sure they listened to the outcry from people no jar jar no jar jar apparently no metachlorians somewhere in the movie you're supposed to be able to see the remains of jar jar i don't know if it's in the desert or whatever but jj said they killed jar jar and he's in the movie somewhere but it's going to be one of those easter Easter eggs eggs. that somebody's going to post a week from now when they finally find it or whatever right i'm definitely keeping my eyes out for it though wow yeah so yeah no jar jar no midichlorians friend of mine posted on my facebook post that i you know oh i love the movie whatever he posted this this video that was out it was just like a two-minute thing like four ways to make star wars good again it included like the midichlorian thing and no jar jar no no slapstick jokes. a lot of no right but the other thing is is Star Wars takes place on the frontier. It's dirty. It's gritty. And we were back on the frontier. We were out in the desert. We were in the wilderness. And in the snow, in the Yeah, it was sand. It wasn't in, the, in some big in shiny Senate building. It wasn't in some planet made entirely of more city. dystopian than utopian. Right, right. It's about To be fair, we were supposed to in the prequels to see the change from this utopian society to a dystopian sure, society. Sure. So that was a task they had to do. I don't feel they did it. I They didn't do it well. Yeah. Because no, it didn't resolve well. I don't feel like I can go from episode three to four and be like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. So I wasn't a huge hater of the prequels until I saw someone write a script and then it's on YouTube of what it should have been. Yeah, those videos of how they should have ended. Or how how, how yeah. it should have been. And yeah. the idea where killing Darth Maul was bad. And uh-huh. that Obi-Wan should have been more of the Luke character and things. Yep. It's just yep. uh, so good. Yeah. In summary. Big In thumbs, summary. Big thumbs up. Big thumbs up. I do want to ask you, though, yes. since you didn't give us too many predictions. <laughs> what would you like to see? 
Like, what mm. is a good ending? A good ending. Like, this is what happens with this character. This is what happens here. What would you like to see? Or is it easier to say, what don't you want to see? I think, ultimately, what is really great about the the original trilogy is, ultimately, it's a redemption story. It's not about Luke so much, but it's about Vader yeah. being redeemed at the end. You know about the machete technique, right? You watch episodes four, five, two, three, and then six. Oh. And apparently people who've never seen the movies, because then the whole story is nothing but Vader's transformation. Yeah. yeah. And supposedly, I've heard of people just really at tears. Yeah. When when he finally when episode his son. six, yeah. that is the end of the series where it's okay. Yeah. The stories come to a close. Like I've already said, I love the character of Kylo Ren. I would like to see it spin more around him. Like I want to learn his backstory. I want to know what he's doing next. I want to know more about that pull that he's already said. I feel the pull of the light. Is that going to play out more? Like I said, ultimately the the original trilogy becomes a redemption story. And I would love to see if we're if we're doing those homages, is there some way that Kylo Ren can be saved? That to me, I love to see somebody be transformed and be pulled out of the darkness and pulled into the light. So I right. think I think that's something I'd like to see. I know it's not very original because it's been, been done, done, but that's kind of the argument but against man. this movie is that it's just instead of an, a totally original movie, it's more of a remake. Yeah. Of the original yeah. trilogy. Yeah. So, I mean, you could see it being the opposite way where that turmoil inside him just tears him apart and he it consumes him and he's killed in, in whatever way or whatever. That could totally happen because they killed Han Solo. <laughs> but... I would I I think a redemption story would be cool with him because of how deep they've already made that character. Right, Vader was never that deep in the first movie. He was in the first movie. He was a gangster until the reveal of him being the father. Was yeah, he was a gangster. He was untouchable. He was just this thing that was supposed to give kids nightmares. Yeah, scary guy. He was just the big bad guy thug. You know, big bad wolf and and they even talked about that you know grand moff tarkin holding his leash oh you've got that got vader on your leash and you know so he's just kind of this bad guy whereas kylo ren we already see deep rage and hurt and trouble and and it's so believable we've it, been there oh my gosh we've been so, there so i think him becoming a redeem a redemption story you're probably right is very very interesting you're probably right the story is probably kylo ren I really, I really hope that there's some sort of family tie to Ray with him, and you know, people are saying, oh, he, they're cousins. You know, that's Luke's daughter, or you know, whatever. Which I don't know. There, that's a lot. I don't of, think Luke ever procreated. I'd be really surprised. I, yeah, I would be very, very surprised because he was starting the new Jedi Order and trying to get right. back to the old way. So I don't see him doing that. But I think Finn and Ray are twins. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Trying to think of a snappy response to that. You're but. supposed to say, that's not possible because one's a boy and one's a girl. <laughs> right, right. That's what it is. <laughs> it doesn't work like that, Alan. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd say, fraternal. Duh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, well, good okay. point then. Yeah. Yeah. That might be. I, I, the one thing I always had a beef about is the absolutes. I hate the right. idea that you're either all good or all bad. So I yeah. like the idea of finding some middle ground and that being the nail in the coffin of the series. Like, hey, they found balance. There's both. Yeah. And maybe part of that is Kylo Ren's redemption. Hey, you don't have to be all bad. You don't have to be all good. Right. Although you are responsible for 
billions of, of deaths. deaths right right <laughs> so good luck with that yeah uh anyway. yeah so that's yeah it'll be interesting to see how it's played out and like i said the one thing i know for sure is i want to see the next one so we're we gonna do uh, hopefully we're still friends <laughs> i think so clashing think, viewpoints yes. aside but i think most of our viewpoints are more similar than yeah dissimilar. yeah definitely maybe we'll even see it together next time yeah and then maybe that night we'll come back yeah well if we plan it and plan it jack who make no jack like, who? If we make a plan for it oh maybe we can make it happen instead of you texting me at 12 30 at night when i just got in the bed and have to get up in like five hours you know yeah anyway well uh, according to time we're like 90 <laughs> minutes into this i was hoping Easily. for like 20 minutes or 30 minutes yeah, but no way it's so, much. so deep yeah but uh yeah i think we should probably put a, a wrap on that yeah i'm wondering if anyone will actually enjoy hearing this there's enough star wars fans that they might just but so. is there enough us fans well <laughs> I'm hoping for the Star Wars thing. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right, man. So tell everybody where you can be found on the internet. Oh, that's a good point. We should do the closing. Yeah. I'm Alan Gerding, A-L-A-N-G-E-R-D-I-N-G. You can friend me on Facebook because I'm incredibly lonely, so I'll accept any friend requests there. Or on Twitter, at Alan Gerding, A-L-A-N-G-E-R-D-I-N-G. And I am Jeremiah Isley. You can find me lots of places. You can find me at TheologyOfGames.com, which is my gaming review, news, and interview site. You can also find us at Theology of Games on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, but you can also find me, I'm on Twitter, at Jeremiah Isley, J-E-R-E-M-I-A-H, just like in the Bible, you heathens. Isley, I-S-L-E-Y, pretty much me doing stupid stuff on the internet but you can find theology of games youtube podcast pinterest whatever so just search at theology of games and you'll be able to find us all kinds of places there's a jeremiah in the bible (laughs) (laughs) all right hey thanks man yeah thank you until next time may the force be with you and also with you is that how that goes i don't think so okay i was kind of going with the mythology of theology of games (laughs) all right see you later guys bye